It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. Now, last week, we talked a lot about travel gear gifts. And the week before that, Olivia and I were here talking about these road warriors and all of these tips. And, you know, there were so many great tips that Olivia and I put our heads together. And we said, you know what? We have more tips to share because there's some other folks that are out there that are doing all of these great trips and they go to places and do things that, you know, are not like the usual trips. So why not give some tips on maybe going to remote places or cold destinations or hot destinations? And Olivia and I, we said, hey, that sounds like a good show idea. Yes, hopefully, you know, our (laughs) last tip show gave you the confidence to go out there and make some travel plans. And now we're getting more specific about your destination. Absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of destinations, what is do you have a favorite destination, Olivia? I have a dream destination right now and that's, you know, South Korea to visit my best friend who's a musician there. Yeah. So that's my goal. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I feel empowered now. I have the tips. <laughs> you have all the tips, so you're ready to go. Pack those bags with the shoes in the bottom and all those things. Pack the travel bags. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Travel bags are packed and always ready to go. <laughs> well, you know, I have so many destinations that I love, but I have a friend that loves to go to the most remote, remote, and when I say remote, I mean really remote destinations. I mean, first of all, he loves going to Antarctica and camping. I didn't even know you could do that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he loves doing that. He loves going to, you know, recently he was in Africa and uh, went to some of the remote villages because he wanted to meet the people and really immerse himself in the culture. So, I mean, he just loves it. And I am just so amazed and inspired by him, although I haven't done those really remote trips that he's done. But it's just a fascinating kind of travel to me. And I know that there are a lot of other people who like to travel to remote destinations. And I'm sure it requires a very, you know, specific set of, you know, knowledge and skills because, you know, there are some risks involved. There are definitely some risks involved. And the first thing really, if you are considering going to these remote destinations, even if you are a seasoned traveler, you really want to research so that you understand the conditions of that destination and how they may differ from what your body is used to. So this isn't really even about, you know, hey, I'm a traveler, I travel all the time, so I know, you know, how to travel. This is really about making sure that you're gonna take care of yourself in those conditions. It could be different climates, it could be different modes of transportation, security, what kind of social political climate is there, available medical support, I mean, people think of Hawaii as not being like this remote destination, but we looked at this one hike that we were going to take on Molokai, on the island of Molokai, and it said there that if you are injured during this hike that takes three hours to do the hike down and three hours back up, that if you do this hike and you're injured, that it could take two to four hours for medical uh, teams to meet you. That's big. That's, that's definitely real, something to consider. That is something to consider. So you can't just kind of say, oh, I want to go see the scenery and I want to sell these things. When you're talking about remote destinations, you really have to think past your comfort of your home where you're planning this trip to what it will really be like in reality. Right. And you may think that, you know, you're fit. You don't have any major health concerns. But 
If you're going to go on a remote uh, trip like this, I think it's definitely important to check in with your doctor, get a checkup, and, and also tell them about where you're planning on going, and they might be able to help you prepare. Exactly, exactly, because you want to check and see if there are any vaccinations that you need to take, maybe certain pills like malaria pills, things like that. You need to find out those kind of things, too, to, again, keep yourself healthy. And the Center for Disease Control can have a lot of helpful information, not only on kind of things like that, what vaccinations you may need, but also, too, they can tell you if there are any disease or any health concerns uh, in those regions or the places where you may be going that are so remote. And it's important to do that research far in advance because, you know, some vaccines or pills you need to take, you can't do it all at once. It has to be kind of over a period, period of time. Of time. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't save it all for the last minute. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for those shots. No, you definitely have to look into that and really plan far out in advance. And planning also, too, what kinds of things you're going to take with you on the trip to keep yourself warm, to keep yourself cool, whatever the conditions might be. You know, what are the things that you need to take along? But, you know, another thing, you know, too, when we were talking about, you know, sharing these type tips that I didn't think about uh, or didn't really know existed is uh, another great resource is the Association for safe international road travel, where you can find information about road safety at your destination. That is so huge, that is really big, because that's one of the things that we don't necessarily think about. And if you're renting a Jeep or you're renting some kind of transportation, or even if you're traveling with someone, maybe you've hired someone to you know, take you on a tour. You know, those road conditions, you might wanna know what those are before you hop in that car. Uh, because there are some pretty sketchy roads in, in certain areas around the rural that may have you actually riding on a road that's right on the edge of a cliff, you know, right. with no barrier or anything to kind and of keep it safe. It's good to know there's a specific organization for that concern. Yes, yes. So definitely, you know, look that up and, and get in contact with people. If you're going to be doing a lot of, you know, jeeping around <laughs> or off-roading. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to stop the fun, but you want to be safe. Absolutely. 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 So any other tips for these remote destinations? Well, another another great uh, website resource is the U.S. State Department. They have timely information on current conditions of countries all over the world, that's social political conditions and otherwise. Great, great, great. Now, if you guys are just joining us, Olivia and I are talking about great travel tips. If you're one of those people that wants to go on a remote, remote, remote kind of destination trip, and if you do, we are sharing some great tips. So hope you have your pen and paper so you can jot some of these down. Now, you know, after you have done this plan, we say this all the time, we're always saying this tip, Olivia, and that is all of your documents, your itinerary, especially your itinerary day by day, and if it's going to be some areas where you're going to be in really sketchy areas, maybe even times that you're doing things, you want to share that with a family member, leave a copy there, including a copy of your passport. Yes, and you want to try to schedule times where you can check in. So if they haven't heard from you at this point, they know that something might be up and they might want to look into it. Exactly, exactly. That is really key. Plus, you might have, you know, folks, because uh, I know when I first started traveling, my mom would always be at home worried about about some of the destinations and places where I was flying around with Pan Am. <laughs> and I would check in with them, and she would always say, I feel so much better. I've just heard your voice. So that's big for the person who's sitting at home. Yeah, it makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. You're out having that great adventure, but they're sitting at home in the, in the familiar <laughs> area and worried about everything. <laughs> and another person to kind of keep up to date with your plans is if you're staying at an inn or hotel you can tell the front desk they're going exploring and you around the time you plan to come back so they also know okay 
they've been gone too long now. We should probably send someone out to look for them. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. So that someone knows where you, where you are. And, you know, another great tip that we are always giving, Olivia, and that is travel insurance and how important that is, along with medical insurance. But you want to make sure that if you are uh, getting uh, medical insurance to go along with your trip, that you check with your doctor to make sure that if there's any medical issues or anything like that, that you need to make sure that the medical insurance company knows um, because your insurance would not be valid if you have a problem. Because if you go against any medical advice of your doctor, maybe you shouldn't be taking this trip, then that will also too cause that medical insurance not to be valid. So other things? Other things, uh, bring along a flashlight, emergency blanket, and an area map just mm. in case. Just have those on backup, especially if you're doing a lot of that driving. You know, if your car breaks down or if you find yourself stuck somewhere, it's good to have those resources with you. Going back to old school, you may yes. have to just figure it all out by a paper map <laughs> that can <laughs> fall up and go right in your backpack. You know, one of the common problems also, too, with things like remote travel like this is, is traveler's diarrhea can be a really, really common side effect of eating foods that may contain bacteria that are unfamiliar to your body. You see the folks, the local folks that are eating and they're fine, but it may not work with you and your body and what your body is accustomed to. So you need to carry along with you uh, some type of medication that will help you with that. But you can also counter that by making sure you wash your hands before eating, after using the restroom, avoid things like salads, raw things, uh, things that are at room temperature. Just make sure you avoid eating things like local meats and wild animals and things such as that. And bring along bottled water or buy bottled water when you, when you need it there. So these are great tips. And when we come back, we're going to have more. So you guys sit tight. This is Travel Bags with Anita. We'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> 